0: Chapters eighty one through one hundred and thirty five of On Illustrious Men by Saint Jerome. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter eighty one. Eusebius, bishop of Caesarea in Palestine, was diligent in the study of divine scriptures, and with Pamphilius the Martyr, a most diligent investigator of the holy Bible. He published a great number of volumes, among which are the following Demonstrations of the Gospel, twenty books. Preparations for the Gospel, 15 books, Theophany, 5 books, Church History, 10 books, Chronicle of Universal History, and an epitome of this last. Also on discrepancies between the Gospels, on Isaiah, 10 books, also against Porphyry, who was writing at the same time in Sicily, as some think, 25 books. Also one book of topics, six books of Apology for Origin, three books on the life of Pamphylius, Other brief works on the martyrs, exceedingly learned commentaries on 150 psalms, and many others, he flourished chiefly in the reigns of Constantine the Great and Constantius. His surname Pamphilius arose from his friendship with Pamphilius the Martyr. Chapter 82 Reticius, Bishop of Autun, among the Edui, had a great reputation in Gaul in the reign of Constantine, I've read his commentaries on The Song of Songs and another great volume Against Novation. But besides these, I've found no works of his. Chapter 83. Methodius, bishop of Olympus in Lycia and afterwards of Tyre, composed books against porphyry, written in polished and logical style, also A Banquet of the Ten Virgins, an excellent work on the resurrection against Origin and on, on the Pyenthanesia, and on free will, also against Origin, He also wrote commentaries on Genesis, and on the Song of Songs, and many others which are widely read. At the end of the recent persecution, or as others affirm, in the reign of Decius and Valerinius, he was crowned with martyrdom at Chalseus in Greece. Chapter 84 Juvencus, a Spaniard of noble family and a presbyter, translating the four Gospels almost verbally into hexameter verses, composed four books. He wrote some other things in the same meter relating to the order of the sacraments. He flourished in the reign of Constantius. Chapter 85 Eustathius, a Pamphylian from side, bishop first of Borea in Syria and then of Antioch, ruled the church and composing many things against the doctrine of the Arians, was driven into exile under the emperor Constantius, into Trojanopolis in Thrace, where he is until this day. Works of his are extant on the souls, on ventriculism, against origin and letters too numerous to mention. Chapter 86. Marcellus, bishop of Ankara, flourished in the reign of Constantinius and Constantius, and wrote many volumes of various propositions, and especially against the Arians. Works of Asterus and Apollinarius against him are current, which accuse him of syllabialism. Hilary, too, in the seventh book of his work against the Arians, mentions him as a heretic, but he defends himself against the charge through the fact that Julius and Athanasius, bishops of Rome and Alexandria, communed with him. Chapter 87. Athanasius, bishop of Alexandria, hard-pressed by the wiles of the Arians, fled to Constance, emperor of Gaul, returning thence with letters and, after the death of the emperor, again taking refuge in flight. He kept in hiding until the ascension of Jovian, when he returned to the church and died in the reign of Valens. Various works by him are in circulation. Two books against the nations, one against Valens, and Eusacchius, on virginity, very many on the persecutions of the Arians, also on the titles of the Psalms, and life of Antony the monk, also festal epistles and other works too numerous to mention. Chapter 88 Antony the monk, whose life Athanasius, bishop of Alexandria, wrote a long work upon, sent seven letters in Coptic to various monasteries, letters truly apostolic in idea and language, and which have been translated into Greek. The chief of these is to the arsenatites he flourished during the reign of constantius and his sons chapter eighty nine basil bishop of anchora a doctor of medicine wrote a book against marcellus and on virginity and some other things and in the reign of constantius was with eustasius of Sebate, primate of macedonia chapter ninety theodorus bishop of heracula in thrace published in the Reign of the Emperor Constantius, commentaries on Matthew and John, on the Epistles, and on the Psalter. These are written in a polished and clear style, and show the excellent historical sense. Chapter 91 Eusebius of Amessa, who had fine rhetorical talents, composed innumerable works suited to win popular applause, and, writing historically, he is most diligently read by those who practice public speaking. Among these the chief are, against Jews, Gentiles and novations, and homilies on the Gospels, brief but numerous. He flourished in the reign of Emperor Constantius, in whose reign he died and was buried in Antioch. Chapter 92 Trephilus, bishop of Ledra, or Leucotheon, in Cyprus, was the most eloquent man of his age and was most distinguished during the reign of Constantius. I have read his commentary on the Song of Songs. He is said to have written many other works, none of which have come to our hand. Chapter 93 Donatus, from whom the Donations arose in Africa, in the reigns of the emperors Constantinius and Constantius, asserted that the scriptures were given up to the heathen by the Orthodox during the persecution, and deceived almost all Africa, and especially Numidia. By his pervasiveness. Many of his works which relate to his heresy are extant, including On the Holy Spirit, a work which is Arian in doctrine. Chapter 94 Asterius, a philosopher of the Arian party, wrote during the reign of Constantius commentaries on the Epistle to the Romans, on the Gospels, and on the Psalms. Also many other works which are diligently read by those of his party. Chapter 95 Lucifer, Bishop of Cagliari was sent by Liberius the Bishop, with Pancratius and Hilary, Bishop of the Roman Church, to the Emperor Constantius, as legates for the faith. When he would not condemn the Nicene Faith, as represented by Athanasius, sent again to Palestine with wonderful constancy and willingness to meet martyrdom, he wrote a book against the Emperor Constantius, and sent it to be read by him. And not long after, he returned to Cagliari in the reign of Emperor Julian and died in the reign of Valentinian. Chapter 96 Eusebius, a native of Sardinia, at first elector at Rome and afterwards bishop of Brasili, sent by the emperor Constantius to Cycopolis and afterwards to Cappadocia, on account of his confession of the faith, returned to the church under the emperor Julian, and published the commentaries of eusebius of caesarea on the psalms which he had translated from greek into latin and died during the reign of valentine and valens chapter ninety seven fortunatius an african by birth bishop of aquila during the reign of constantius composed brief commentaries on the gospels arranged by chapters written in a rustic style and is held in distation because when liberius bishop of rome was driven into exile for the faith, he was induced by the urgency of Fortunatianus to subscribe to heresy. Chapter 98. Acacius, who because he was blind in one eye, they nicknamed the one eye, bishop of the church of Caesarea in Palestine, wrote 17 volumes on ecclesiastases and six of miscellaneous questions and many treaties besides on various subjects. He was so influential in the reign of Emperor Constantius that he made Felix bishop of Rome in the place of Liberius. Chapter 99 Serapion, bishop of Thumias, who on account of his cultivated genius was found worthy of the surname of Scholasticus, was the intimate friend of Antony the monk and published an excellent book against the Manichaeans, also another on the titles of the Psalms and valuable epistles to different people. In the reign of Emperor Constantius, He was renowned as a confessor. Mm. Chapter 100 Hilary, bishop of Poitiers in Aquitania, was a member of the party of Ceterinus, bishop of Arles. Banished into Phrygia by the Synod of Bezers, he composed 12 books against the Arians and another book on councils written to the Galatian bishops and commentaries on the Psalms, that is, on the 1st and 2nd, from the 51st to the 62nd, and from the 118th to the end of the book. In this work he imitated Origen, but added some original matter. There is a little book of his to Constantius, which he presented to the emperor while he was living in Constantinople, and another on Constantius, which he wrote after his death, and a book against Valens and Eusachius, containing a history of the Arminian and Seleucian councils, and to the sallust, the prefect, or against Dioscorus, also a book of hymns and mysteries, a commentary on Matthew, and a treatise on Job, which he translated freely from the Greek of Origen, and another elegant little work against Auxentius, and epistles to different persons. They say he has written on the Song of Songs, but this work is not known to us. He died at Poitiers during the reign of Valentinianius and Valens. Chapter 101 Victorinius, an African by birth, taught rhetoric at Rome under the emperor Constantius, and in extreme old age, yielding himself to faith in Christ, wrote books against Arius, written in dialectic style and very obscure language, books which can only be understood by the learned. He also wrote commentaries on the epistles. Chapter 102 Titus, bishop of Bostra, in the reign of the emperors Julian and Jovinian, wrote vigorous works against the Manichaeans and some other things. He died under Valens. Chapter 103. Damascus, bishop of Rome, had a fine talent for making verses and published many brief works in heroic metre. He died in the reign of Emperor Theodosius at the age of almost eighty. Chapter 104. Apolliniarius, bishop of Leodicea in Syria, the son of a presbyter, applied himself in his youth to the diligent study of grammar, and afterwards, writing innumerable volumes on the holy scriptures, died in the reign of Emperor Theodosius. There are extant thirty books by him against porphyry which are generally regarded as among the best of his works. Chapter 105. Gregory, bishop of Elvira in Baetica writing even to extreme old age, composed various treatises in mediocre language and an elegant work on faith. He is said to be still living. Chapter 106. Piscinius, bishop of Barcelona in the Pyrenees Mountains, a man of chaste eloquence, and as distinguished by his life as by his speech, wrote various short works, among which are The Deer and Against the Novations, and died in the reign of Emperor Theodosian in extreme old age. Chapter 107. Photinus of gallo a disciple of Marcellus, an ordained bishop of Sirmium, attempted to introduce the Ebionite heresy, and afterwards, having been expelled from the church by the Emperor Valentinianius, wrote many volumes, against which the most distinguished are Against the Nations, and to Valentinianus, Chapter One Hundred and Eight, Theobadius, Bishop of of Agen in Gaul, published a book against the Arians. There are said to be other works by him which I have not yet read. He is still living, infirm with age. Chapter One O Nine, Didymus of Alexandria, becoming blind while very young and therefore ignorant of the rudiments of learning, displayed such a miracle of intelligence as to learn perfectly dialectics and even geometry, sciences which especially require sight. He wrote many admirable works, commentaries on all the Psalms, commentaries on the Gospels of Matthew and John, on the doctrines, also two books against the Arians, and one book on the Holy Spirit, which I translated in Latin, 18 volumes on Isaiah, three books of commentaries on Hosea, addressed to me, and five books on Zechariah, written at my request also commentaries on job and many other things to give an account of which would be a work of itself he is still living and has already passed his eighty-third year chapter one hundred ten optatus the african bishop of milvis during the reign of the emperors valentinianus and valens wrote in behalf of the catholic party six books against the calumny of the dauphin party in which he asserts that the crime of the Dotonists is falsely charged upon the Catholic Party. Chapter one hundred and eleven, Asilius Severus, of Spain, of the family of that Severus, to whom, Lactantius, two books of epistles are addressed, composed a volume of mingled poetry and prose, which is a sort of guide book to his whole life. This he called Calamity or Trial. He died in the reign of Valentinianius. Chapter 112. Cyril, bishop of Jerusalem, often expelled by the Church, and at last received, held the episcopate for eight consecutive years in the reign of Theodosius. Certain catechal lectures of his composed while he was a young man are extant. Chapter 113. Eusosius, as a young man together with Gregory, bishop of Nazian, was educated by the Specius, the rhetorician at Caesarea, and afterwards when bishop of the same city with great pains attempted to restore the library collected by Origen and Pamphilius, which had already suffered injury, At last in the reign of Emperor Theodosian, he was expelled from the church. Many and various treaties of his are in circulation, and one may easily become acquainted with them. Chapter 114. Epiphanius, bishop of Salaminia in Cyprus, wrote books against all heresies, and many others which are eagerly read by the learned, on account of their subject matter, and also by the plain people, on account of their language. He is still living, and in his extreme old age composed various brief works. Chapter 115. Ephraim, deacon of the church at Edessa, composed many works in the Syriac language, and became so distinguished that his writings are repeated publicly in some churches after the reading of the scriptures. I once read in Greek a volume by him on the Holy Spirit, which someone had translated from the Syriac and recognized even in the translation the incisive power of lofty genius. He died in the reign of Valens. Chapter 116. Basil, the bishop of Caesarea in Cappadocia, the city formerly called Mazaca, composed admirable, carefully written books against Eunomius, a volume on the Holy Spirit, and nine homilies on the six days of creation, also a work on asceticism and short treatises on various subjects. He died in the reign of Cretianus. Chapter 117. Gregory, Bishop of Nazian, a most eloquent man, and my instructor in the scriptures, composed works, amounting in all to 30,000 lines, among which of his father Caesarius, on charity, in praise of the Maccabeans, in praise of Cyprian, in praise of Athanasius, in praise of Maximus, the philosopher, after he had returned from exile. This latter, however, some subscribe with the pseudonym of Hermona, since there is another work by Gregory, upbraiding this same Maximus, as if one might not praise and upbraid the same person at one time or another, as the occasion may demand. Other works of his are a book in Hexameter, containing a discussion between virginity and marriage, two books on Eunomius, one book on the Holy Spirits, and one against the Emperor Julian. He was a follower of Polemon in his style of speaking. Having ordained his successor in the bishopric during his own lifetime, he retired to the country where he lived the life of a monk and died, three years or more ago in the reign of Theodosius. Chapter 118. Lucius, bishop of the Arian party after Athanasius, held the bishopric of the church at Alexandria until the time of Emperor Theodosius, by whom he was deposed. Certain festal epistles of his on the Passover are extant, and a few short works of miscellaneous propositions. Chapter 119. Diodorius, bishop of Tarsus, enjoyed a great reputation while he was still presbyter of Antioch. Commentaries of his on the epistles are extant, as well as many other works in the manner of Eusebius, the great of Amessa, whose meaning he has followed, but whose eloquence he could not imitate on account of his ignorance of secular literature. Chapter 120. Eunomius, bishop of Cyzicus and member of the Arian party, fell into such open blasphemy in his heresy as to proclaim publicly what the others concealed, he is said to be still living in Cappadocia and to write much against the Church. Replies to him have been made by Apollinarius, Didymus, Basil of Caesarea, Gregory Nazianzen, and Gregory of Nyssa. Chapter 121 Priscillianus, Bishop of Abila, belonged to the party of Hydratius and Ithicius, and was put to death at Treves by the tyrant Maximus. He published many short writings some of which have reached us. He is still accused by some of being tainted with Gnosticism, that is, with the heresy of Vassiliads, or Mark, of whom Irenaeus writes, while his defenders maintain that he was not at all of this way of thinking. Chapter 122 Eterinianius of Spain, a man of great learning and in the matter of versification, worthy to be compared with the poets of ancient time, was also put to death at Treves, with Priscillianius, Philissimus, Julianus, and Eucrotia, co-originators with him of schism. Various fruits of his genius, written in different meters, are extant. Chapter 123, Tiberianius, the Bactitian, in answer to an insinuation that he shared the heresy of Priscillian, wrote an apology in pompous and mongrel language but after the death of his friends, overcome by the tediousness of exile, he changed his mind, as it is written in Holy Scripture, the dog returned to his vomit, and married a nun, a virgin dedicated to Christ. Chapter 124. Ambrose, Bishop of Milan, at the present time is still writing, I withhold my judgment of him, because he is still alive, fearing either to praise or blame, lest in the one event I should be blamed for adulation, and in the other for speaking the truth. Chapter 125. Avagrius, bishop of Antioch, a man of a remarkably keen mind, while he was yet a presbyter, read me various treatises on various topics, which he had not yet published. He translated also the life of the Blessed Antony from the Greek of Athanasius into our own language. Chapter 126. Ambrose of Alexandria, pupil of Didymus, wrote a long work on doctrines against Apollinarius, and, as someone has lately informed me, commentaries on Job, he is still living. Chapter 127. Maximus, the philosopher, born at Alexandria, ordained bishop of Constantinople and disposed, wrote a remarkable work on faith against the Arians, and gave it to the emperor Cretanius at Milan. Chapter 128. Gregory, bishop of Nisau. The brother of Basil of Caesarea, a few years since read to Gregory Nazianzen and myself a work against Eumonius. He is said to have also written many other works and to be still writing. Chapter one hundred twenty nine. John, presbyter of the church of Antioch, a follower of Eusebius of Emesa and Diodorus, is said to have composed many books, but of these I have only read his on the priesthood. Chapter one hundred thirty. Galatius, bishop of Caesarea in Palestine, after Eusomius, is said to write more or less in carefully polished style, but not to publish his works. 131. Theotimus, bishop of Tomy in Scythia, has published brief and epigrammatical treatises in the form of dialogues and in olden style. I hear that he is now writing other works. Chapter 132. Dexter, son of Picanius, whom I mentioned above, distinguished in his generation and devoted to the Christian faith, has, I am told, written a universal history which I have not yet read. Chapter 133. Amphilochius, Bishop of Iconium, recently read to me a book on the Holy Spirit, arguing that he is God, that he is to be worshipped, and that he is omnipotent. Chapter 134, Sophronius, a man of superlative learning, wrote, while well yet a lad, in praise of Bethlehem, and recently a notable volume on the overthrow of Serapis, and also to Eustachius on virginity, and a life of Hilarion the monk. He rendered short works of mine into Greek, in a very finished style, the Psalter also, and the prophets, which I translated from Hebrew into Latin. Chapter 135. I, Jerome, son of Eusebius of the city of Strido, which is on the border of Dalmatia and Pannonia, and was overthrown by the Goths up to the present year, that is, the 14th of the Emperor Theodosius, have written the following, Life of Paul the Monk, One Book of Letters to Different Persons, An Exhortation to Heliodorus, Controversy of Luciferinius and Orthodoxus, Chronicle of Universal History, twenty eight homilies of origin on Jeremiah and Ezekiel, which I translated from Greek into Latin, on the Seraphim, on Hosanna, on the Prudence and Prodigal Son, on Three Questions of the Ancient Law, homilies on the Song of Songs, too, against Savidius, on the Perpetual Virginity of Mary, to Eustochius, on maintaining virginity, one book of epistles to Marcella, a conciliatory letter to Paula on the death of a daughter, three books of commentaries on the epistle of Paul to the Galatians, likewise three books of commentaries on the epistle to the Ephesians, on the epistle to Titus, one book, on the epistle to Philemon, one commentaries on Ecclesiasticus, one book of Hebrew questions on Genesis, one book on places in Judea, one book of Hebrew names, Didymus on the Holy Spirit, which I translated into Latin, one book, Thirty nine homilies on Luke, on Psalms 10 to 16, seven books, on the captive monk, the life of the blessed Hilarion. I translated the New Testament from Greek and the Old Testament from Hebrew, and how many letters I have written to Paula and Eustachus I do not know, for I write daily. I wrote moreover two books of explanations on Micah, one book on Nahum, two books on Habakkuk. one on Zephaniah, one on Haggai, and many others on the prophets, which are not finished and which I am still at work upon. End of chapters 81 through 135. End of On Illustrious Men by Saint Jerome translated by Philip Shave.